Hello, friends, and thanks for subscribing to the Defining Marriage Podcast. This week, as every week, we arrive at this microphone to discuss marriage equality and our lives. I'm Matt Baum, of course, and joining me, as always, is James. Of course. Listen to you. I'm Matt Baum, of course. Who else would it be? It's a good question. Who else would lower themselves to this level? I have to lower myself quite a bit to reach this microphone. You do. You have to squat. You should see him right now. His legs must be burning. He does this entire podcast squatting. (laughs) That's right. He also uh, poos that way. Okay. You do. You squat. All right. Let's move along. Matthew, I have some disturbing news for you. It may be disturbing. It may not. Yeah. I got... I'm already a little disturbed, frankly. Married. What? I had an elopement. Uh, I dressed up like a jackalope, and I went to the earlope forest, and there I married my foul-tasting copy of The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, registered trademark, copyright, Nintendo. I don't know if you're totally familiar with marriage traditions, but none of those are familiar to me. The first thing you do is you lick the bride and you say (laughs) she's been coated with a foul-tasting substance. That's true. So you've been playing a lot of Zelda. A lot. Since we last spoke, I don't know if I've slept, I don't know if I've eaten. All the time has been in the the realm of Hyrule, Mm -hmm. where Ja Rule rules and cats drool. It's a good game. It's it is a good game. A good game. Good game, James. You are the cleverest donkey in donkeydom. <laughs> There's a donkey I in this game. found a horse, mm-hmm. of course. Now, let me tell you this. I was concerned, Matthew, yep. that I had missed my opportunity for the horse. Oh, no. Uh, because the way the amiibo works is the first time you tap the link amiibo, you get... This is going to be fascinating for people. The first time you tap a little plastic statue of an elf boy on a video game controller, a magical horse appears. Mm-hmm. And if you don't immediately take that horse to a particular location, you could lose it forever. And you paid $12 for that little plastic statue of an elf boy, so you want to make sure that you you get what's coming to you. Mm -hmm. But you can do this before you even know that the means to keep the horse exists. Yes. And that's what I did. Oh, no. And I was... Well, crestfallen my crest all my toothpaste <laughs> was all oh over that's the floor. your crest my plastic elf boy i gave him the tap and i gave him the slap and then the horse appeared but then when the horse was gone i couldn't get it back matthew mm. that's the trouble with the horse that is the trouble the magical horse this these are the problems i have my magical horse was no longer accessible to my plastic elf boy you are like orson wells recording that commercial for peas where he's like you don't know what i'm up against i oh it's a crumb crisp coating mm-hmm. that is uh oh if you, you get me a jury and i'll go down on you <laughs> that's something summing up orson welles's career but matthew would want to be remembered this, yeah, anyway. this very day i tapped the elf boy expecting just another pile of meat to fall from the sky because see if you miss your chance what? to get the horse when you tap the elf boy meat and sometimes vegetables fall from the sky and sometimes what? a box what happened to the horse that he's just like oh god it's, is it maybe it's the horse's meat but today the magical horse returned to me How wonderful. I didn't think it was going to happen, but by random chance, because apparently after you're guaranteed to get it the first time, but after Mm -hmm. that is a random chance you will get the magical horse. And I thought all that meat, that's all I was going to get for the rest of my life. You're just getting horse meat? 
they don't identify the source, but it's just sky meat. It just falls from the sky. You should see this thing. Well, when you what tap, else could it be than horse meat? There, there's a woolen dinosaur that we have, and mm-hmm. there is a woman you can upskirt, and we have a, a knight holding a shovel. Mm-hmm. And when you tap these plastic toys on the video game controller, meat falls from the sky, and sometimes fruit and vegetables and uh, things like that. If you're looking up at the sky and you tap the woman with the skirt, it, Peach is her name. Yes. Princess Peach. If you tap her on there and you're looking up at the sky, do you see up her skirt and meat comes out? Uh, yes, that is exactly how it works. The entire sky is full of a big pink hoop skirt and mm-hmm. you see the panties, which you used to be able to do, but Nintendo took the panties out. Oh, no. Um, Of the amiibo, not mm-hmm. of the... Anyway. And the meat tumbles to the ground and you can you can pick it up and feed it to the elf boy or feed it to, to a dog. What a world. What a world what? indeed. So I got the magic horse, Matthew. Good. Uh, congratulations. Yes. I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. I want you to have all the magic animals. I have a magic horse. Yay. And now I am married. I, th- I think the amount of time I have spent with The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is more than the amount of time I've spent with you. And I think that by common law, I have married it. That is an uncommon law. I think that is true, though. I've been sitting off to the side while you play, and I enjoy watching you play, and I like to see you there, and I like falling asleep while you play. It's very soothing to me. It's odd to me. I think you've died, because I'll say, (laughs) Matthew, and then I hear nothing, and I'm like, well, he didn't, and I'll check other rooms, and it turns out you're nowhere. It seems like you've died, but then you've rolled up into a ball like a roly-poly pig bug. Pig bug? You know the bug. Yeah. The roly-poly pig bug. That's you, wonderful. You've rolled up and you've covered yourself in a, in a funeral shroud and you're nowhere to be seen. I'm like Sonic. Kind of. But then you snore and that gives what? you away. I, absolutely. That, that gives away your position. Absolutely untrue. Yep. James, I will not stand. I will sue you. You, you snore and you bray in your sleep. <laughs> oh, I almost said it just there. Uh, did you really lose track of my location last night? I frequently lose track of your oh, location. no, we You're... don't live in a large place, James. You often have your ears stuffed with cotton balls, and so I'll cry out to you, and you don't respond. Well, sometimes I have a headphone in, but so do you. You've got your headphones in all but the time. I don't wear the block-out-the-entire-world kind. You do. You wear these ones that fill your entire well, ear hole. I, so the world is awful, so of course oh. I have to block it out. But it's often me hooting. <laughs> I like your hoots. It's true. If, if we could find a way, James, if we could find a way to yes. develop some sort of filter for my ears where all I can hear is the sounds of, of Dave Holmes hosting International waters oh. and you hooting at me occasionally that is Wait, an ideal that's just a regular earphone though not the kind that that plug you up plug no but up, i don't want i don't want to hear the other stuff oh, I, oh I see you want to filter for only my hoots only your hoots those are the only thing to get through hoots only that's Matthew, the name of my podcast company i want to be a professional analinguist where did this come from i want to listen to farts and interpret the language of them you are so pleased. So you said this to me earlier today. I never and did. you looked so happy with yourself. I, and right now, you are beaming ear to ear. I know the job for me. I'm going to be the analinguist. I'm going to listen to the Morse code, because it's almost my last name. And I and, the, and by blood right, I am the true analinguist. Is there a lot of demand for this? I think there's a lot of demand for my blood. Do you? Uh, yeah. What's special about your blood? It gives you the Wait, power bl- to interpret farts. I told you oh. I was the analinguist. Okay, so somebody somebody drinks your blood, a Dracula drinks your blood. A Dracula drinks it. And, a drink a Dracula. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. then the... Little dabble do. Then the vampire says, oh, no, now I've unwittingly gained the power to understand what are the messages? It's that- true. And he, and he can't shut it out, Matthew. This is the horror. This is the blood of Dracula, the horror hammer film. Mm-hmm. 
the 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 sound it drives him mad and so he starts a sanatorium uh, this is just the telltale heart only with butts well he he decides he has to plug up every butt and so he tries to stick his uh his his vampire's stake into the butt and fill it up so it won't make any more noises uh-huh. but it turns out that that frequently creates even more noises i, I bet i bet that would cause some problems sometimes it, it creates a noise i don't know what you're imagining here what is what? your role in all this as the linguist i am the arbiter i know the score i stand in the middle of this maelstrom of chaos th- this tooting roaring roiling maelstrom of chaos and i conduct it like disney's <coughs> fantasia I stand there with my little conductor's baton, and uh, Igor Stravinsky says, Ah, Mickey Mouse, uh, hello. <laughs> Wait, is he the vampire? He's, Igor Stravinsky is the vampire, yes. I, I guess that Stravinsky does sound like kind of a Transylvanian name, but Igor is the name of an assistant. So, so he's a humpback vampire conductor, oh, and, he's, and he starts conducting the farts, and he can't control it. More and more butts everywhere, Matthew. They're multiplying. Listeners, I just want to remind you that Barney Frank has been a guest on this podcast. <laughs> And and he well I won't incorporate him into this scenario he <laughs> is above real. this is he is well he? I don't he, he's he, a grumpy guy he's grumpy I don't think he wants to be included <laughs> I can't imagine what he would say about any of this he he would not get past the plastic elf boy being tapped on the oh, magic horse oh dear I'm sure he wouldn't I'm sure he's got other things on his mind he's got other boys well that's about it for this week ladies and gentlemen thank you for joining us <laughs> let's talk about marriage for a little oh, bit I'm you already we you brought it up you talked about marrying the game I'm Marion Barry mm-hmm. remember so him I, I'm trying to distract you <laughs> I, I do remember him he was a funny man yep <laughs> that's what he was known for he was the greatest comedian yeah uh she she set him up. Uh, okay, so Wisconsin. Uh, yep. Wisconsin's going to... Uh, oh, you made a cupcake. It was oh, very good. Oh, you're distracting me again with compliments. My favorite thing. Mm. Your favorite thing is cupcakes, and my favorite thing is compliments. Cupcakes I, and compliments. That's I could our bakery. Do, I could do with a bit less frosting. I agree. The frosting is a little much. But I had just a little left over, so I did little spikes around the edges of the cupcake, and that, that kind of overwhelms them. Mm. You can scoop them off if you want. So, at Wisconsin, it's getting rid of their domestic partnerships. They've had domestic partnerships for a long time. They had them before marriage. Now they're like, why don't we still have these? And so they're going to get rid of them. But whoops, they made a a whoopsie. Uh Uh-oh. And uh, they are going to stop recognizing domestic partnerships for all people, including people who have died, which is a problem if your spouse has passed away and you're collecting, say, a pension or a social security or something like that, Hmm. and you need to convert your domestic partnership to a marriage. Marriage, but you can't because they're dead. So they're going to fix this. Okay. But it's just, it's such a dumb oversight and such, you know, just a reminder that, oh God, why do we have to do the domestic partnership thing? Why can't we just go straight to marriage? I mean, well, I get it. I understand why that was necessary strategically, but ugh, what a pain. Well, okay. I mean, I, I guess this just seems like a fuck up. Yes. Yes, it um, does. I mean, it seems like one that can be corrected relatively easily. Probably. But, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know that the strongest case against domestic partnerships is that at some point in the future, someone might make a bureaucratic error no. and force the dead to marry. I, I'm not saying that, although that does although, sound exciting. Although the Mormons do it all the time. <laughs> That's right. No, I'm just saying it's just one more example of the irritating uh, convolutions of law that result from having to accommodate people's uh, ingrained bigotry, I guess. I suppose. It just seems like an oopsie-daisy to me. Yeah. I mean, but the, the reason I bring it up is just how um, 
I don't know. It just it, it just kind of annoys me that we have to go this illogical domestic partnership route before getting to marriage. I, well, be, I would have been fine would be, with eliminating marriage altogether. and just leaving domestic partnerships. I guess I guess you could have one or the other. I mean, it's these. It's, I guess the problem is people who are like, oh, but can't we call it something else? And think it's a big deal. Like, it really matters that it's called marriage. I mean, the, the thing that's important is that everybody is being treated equally. Mm-hmm. And this obsession with the words is... A, a frustration to me. But how else do we know which relationships are legitimate and which ones aren't? How can we possibly, if if it uses the same word, how do we teach our children that this one's okay and this one isn't? You just talk to your darn kids. No, they're going to be so <laughs> confused, Matthew, because they're going to be like, but they're both marriages. You can say, as opposed to saying, well, a marriage is real because God said so, but a domestic partnership is something that the evil lizard people who run the government came up with. Mm, to get married. To, to be, do lizard marriage? Uh, yes, lizard marriage. Yes. Blah. Okay, anyway, so that's Wisconsin. I just wanted to mention that off the top, because that is the only... Oh, no, no, we have one other American thing. Do the dead, it, it, to, to make it up to them, do they each get a piece of cheese? They do? Is that a thing? It's the Wisconsin oh, cheese oh, land, God. where the cow is your friend. Isn't that the land of lakes? It's the land of lakes where you take the Indian maiden and you cut her breasts out of the box. Her knees become her breasts. Uh, that's a obscure reference to an appearance by Amy Sedaris on David Letterman from oh, approximately pre- 15 years ago. It predates that. That was a that was an elementary school was trick, really? my dear Watson. I, well, so Amy Sedaris was the person who introduced me to it on, oh. when she was on David Letterman, that you could cut out the little window of the Lando Lakes box and move the Indian woman's breasts up into the into the window. So her knees have a little ruddy dot on the, on the top of, on, at the end of each knee because she's kneeling down and I don't this box may not even it might have been redesigned since the 70s or whenever this happened I don't know but it, she she's kneeling on the box I think with her with little dots on her knees and so if you move those knees up to her chest it looks like she has boobies well I'll tell you this yes the box for Derigold brand butter which is my preferred brand yes says it's got a whole bunch of um, a little clip art all over the box. Mm-hmm. And one point, one part of it, it just says 100% butter. Okay. And uh, I, okay, great. I want that on a t-shirt. What else could it be in the box of 100% butter? 100% butter. Well, I, I'd be more troubled if it was so. like 99% butter. <laughs> like what's the rest? What's that other? It's 99.44% pure butter. And the rest is uh, lizards. Also, I want to, uh, I apologize for saying Indian maiden. Well, you know, that's what a lot of people call her. Well, it's how I know the Land O'Lakes box. Mm. I wouldn't call a human being that, but that caricature on the Land O'Lakes box. That is probably an appropriate way to refer to that caricature. That's what I think, yeah, because that is not uh, an authentic depiction of... of the native people offering butter to the Europeans. <laughs> do remember, James, do you remember when that happened? When yeah, when they showed up to Thanksgiving with a plate of butter, yeah, perfectly square. Yep, perfectly. It's a, wrapped in pl- wrapped in wax paper. What are the, the James? There, so there's a term when you're when you're on the East Coast. The eastern yeah. part of the country has one kind. I, I, I've told you about this, right? Yes. That that butter sticks. Come it's a in Yankee st- stubby. So uh, that's it. Western stubbies. That's it's, the name. That's what butter sticks are called in the western half of the country. I've given you a Yankee stubby, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, it's been a while. Uh, Other American news. Uh, 63% of Americans now favor marriage equality, according to the Public Religion Research Institute. 
Okay. 63%. Now, I feel like we had this number last week, but was it different? I don't know. I feel like we had this number almost every week, but maybe it's different countries. I think that was for, yeah, a different country. Mm -hmm. U.S. is at 63%. 70% favor laws that bar discrimination against LGBTQ people in employment, housing, and public accommodations. That's Mm -hmm. a pretty good level. So, hooray for that. Not like we're going to get any laws changed in that regard anytime soon, but hey, uh, at least public opinion's moving. Sure. Uh, In Germany, 83% support for marriage equality. Okay. That's very high. Mm-hmm. And yet, they don't have marriage yet. Well, that's the land of the Schneckenbaum or the Baumschnecken. <laughs> the Baumschnecken, yes. Did yes. we talk about this on the podcast last uh, week? I think we, we did. did. The snail, yes, yes we did. The Schneckenbeckens. The, the Schneckenbeckens. <laughs> that's so funny. So, uh, imagine, James, imagine yes. a snail beckoning to you seductively. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, hey, would... hey, come here. Oh, come here. I would pierce the toast and <laughs> clutch my pearls, and then my breasts would pop out of my knees. <laughs> you mean your knees would pop out of your breasts? Either way. Uh, so, uh, Germany is ruled... <laughs> but both happen simultaneously. Okay. It's, it's a real switcheroo. Yep. What a mess. That's, that's the new Freaky Friday. Uh-huh. Oh. A girl and her mother both take a dump in a fountain. What? And one of them gets... Uh, so, the, the little girl gets her mother's breasts on her knees, on her knees. and <laughs> the mother gets yeah. her daughter's knees on her breasts. Why is this funny, James? Explain to me why you're cackling and looking at me so delightedly. You're baring your teeth at me. And the mother is played by Kirk Cameron. Yes. And the daughter is played by Dudley Moore. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, sure. I, I thought you were going to say Cameron Esposito, but uh, that works. <laughs> what? Kirk Cameron and Cameron Esposito. Oh, I see. Or I don't know. Can you think of any other famous Camerons? Uh, lights, Cameron, action. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cameron Mannheim. Okay. Sure. Anyway, so the mother, like you said, the mother's played by Kirk Cameron, and the daughter is Cameron, Cameron Manhans, oh, and okay. uh, they're, they're sure are freaky Fridays. They are, and then the daughter goes to work as mm. the mother, and everyone says, oh, Helen, your breasts are on your knees. And she says, yeah, what else is new? And then... Where are those reports? Vice versa. Kirk Cameron goes to the high school, mm-hmm. and he's got knees on his breasts. Yep. And everyone's like, oh, Tracy, your breasts look so pointy. And he's like, you're my feel. And that's the movie. Was Tracy's character on a show? Uh, Tracy Gold is his life. What? Is Tracy... Wait, so Kirk Cameron. Here's the extent of my knowledge about Kirk Cameron. Religious stuff, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, fireproof. Fireproof? Uh-huh. Is he's, fi- he's a fireproof man. Is he? Yeah. Wait, is he? does he do, like, walking on coals? He does that thing where you walk through fire, like Jesus walked on no. water. No. No, that's yes, not a thing. He's the fireproof man. That's not a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The power of Christ compels him. Okay. And he was on, I'm going to say, step by step? He was not. What was saved, he on? Saved by the Bell? He was not on that. The New Ham? It was not the New, the new ham. ham. Uh, I don't... Of the New Hampshire Hams? Of the New Hampshire Hams. The New Hampshire... New, the New New Hampshire Ham. Uh, sure. He was on Kirk Cameron on the Days of Our Plat... Platters. The Days, <laughs> the of, days our of Our Platters? That's, we're back to the Land O'Lakes uh, uh, box. What would Kirk Cameron be on? He was on with the Susie, wasn't he? A Susie... Susie Cameron? No, that's not how names work. No. His sister. He has is, a sister. Is Susie Cameron? No. Nope. No. D- Denise Cameron? No. Wendy Cameron? <laughs> no. But I, she. How, some, I don't know how this turned into what's her name. Go on. She was on the Saved by the Family. She wasn't no, was on, on Saved by the Family. It was on It was on the row of houses. Uh-uh. It was. Wait, what? Oh, I see. It was uh, house, house, house of my family. Mm. House of my family. House of my family. It's a Lithuanian sitcom. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's actually kind of dire. Uh, no, it's fra- fresh, fresh house, fresh yeah. home. 
My my fresh my fresh home. Not my fresh well, home. Welcome to my fresh home. Yep. Full House. That yep, was the show. That's correct. So Susie Cameron was on My Fresh Home. Not who it is, but with yes. Bob Saget. Yep. And the Bobsy Twins. Yep. And Kirk Cameron uh-huh. was, was on unrelated her rival the rival show. Not really, but go on. Jumpin' Jehoshaphat. Yep, that's a good name for a sitcom, isn't it? Isn't it? It good? is. Jehoshaphat is the leader of a cult, and sure. uh, he and has jumps a around. Big family eight is enough no uh oh mrs beasley matthew mrs beasley is not eight is enough no and now i'm trying to remember is it the courtship of eddie's father no it's family affair family i misled affair. you with mrs beasley last family week Family affair is it civics lessons no is that the name of the show civics lessons it is not civics lessons great balls of fire i love that we've only gotten through one marriage story uh oh, it's God. not great no 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 keep going great grape balls of fire <laughs> that doesn't help <laughs> Wait, what would Kirk Cameron have been on? I don't know. Fireproof. Fire Family Matters. That was another show. Uh, but I already that said that was, one, didn't I? That was a show, yes. Mamly. Mamly blotters. <laughs> nope. Mamly is not a word. It's not mamly blotters. Mamly blotters. No, uh, saved by my steps. Nope. I'm just combining the names of shows. Now, the, the, Give me a this break. Is, this is that was an actual show. Sure. You should pitch With all of these Carter. to Netflix. Uh, Mark My Words. It's a, uh, not a bad name. For a sitcom. It stars this guy, Mark. Yep. And he's a writer. Yep. And This it, is canceled after four episodes, <laughs> but it, but I get the pitch. Like, the pitch works. Uh-huh, Mark it, My Words. Yep. Suzanne Plachette is the nosy neighbor. <laughs> of course she is. Yep. And uh, Tom Poston. It's a vehicle. <laughs> James, you have to stop laughing so hard. <laughs> it's so we? hard to edit. <laughs> okay, so we resurrect Tom Poston. Yeah, it's it's a vehicle, uh-huh. it's a Tom Poston vehicle. Yep, and uh, it's also got the guy who uh, um, was the dad on Mark and Mindy. Matthew. Yeah, he's a writer. Yeah, but he develops a mental condition. Tom Poston, of course. Yeah, but he develops this. He gets hit on the head mm-hmm. with a bag of potatoes. Yep, and after that, he becomes an analinguist, which is that he can only speak and write mm-hmm. with his ass. Mm-hmm. And so is his, his he, is there a scene where he, Suzanne Plachette looks in the window and sees him writing with his butt? Yep. He's, he's tooting at his computer mm-hmm. and the computer is uh, taking the dictation yep. and he takes the dictation later. Uh-huh. Who plays the computer? Uh, Majel Barrett. B- uh, perfect. As looks on a Troy. Of course. Of course. I still don't know what Kirk Cameron has done. What has he done? Man what? glamour. I bet he has done some of that. Man, mar, mar, murder, she hopes. <laughs> murder, she hopes. <laughs> nope. That'd be so great. That'd be such a great show. <laughs> She just, she wants to solve a murder. She shows up. She, she says, just hopes there'll be a murder everywhere she goes. Has anyone died yet? I'll just wait. I mean, can you imagine? She travels to a place and there's no murder. <laughs> what does, what What does she do with herself? Yeah, I don't know. She loosens the screws on the chandelier. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Uh, Kirk Cameron. Magic lamp. <laughs> nope. Uh, Is that an update to I Dream of Genie? Yes. Okay. Yes. Magic magic lamp. Blair trumpets. Blow Gabriel Blow. Blow Blow. Matthew, that is the sequel to Mark My Words, where Uh Gabriel. No, no, no. (laughs) What? It's a it's a spinoff starring his his neighbor Gabriel. The, the cute kid in the neighborhood. Okay, yep. He he comes around and he's understood. Uh-huh. Uh, and the reason he's understood is because Mark... Mark My Words. That's his <laughs> name. Yep. <laughs> Mark My Words. Uh, 
is ha, can understand. He's the only goes over one. to Gabriel Blow's house. Goes over to Gabriel Blow's house, and he's the everyone thinks that there's something wrong with this kid. Yeah, but mark my words, understands because he is the anal linguist. I'm annoyed at you for making me say those words. And and Gabe, well, but Gabriel Blow, yep. can communicate through his trumpet, which sounds like a fart. Okay, now I see. That's it's how it the works. trumpet of the swan, but with butts. Yeah, and he also plays it with his butt. Okay, and that is how Mark My Words and Gabriel Blow communicate. Okay, but what is Kirk Cameron? What, was going, what did Kirk Cameron do to you? Uh, he was on, show me show me on your outline for this show say, where Kirk Cameron touched you. He, nowhere, nowhere in the outline. Oh no, no! Conversation, James. Is there an M in the title? Because I'm pretty sure there's an M. There's no M. There's no M. No. Uh, it's no, not Mycroft there, tumbles. Is there a B? <laughs> what, are you getting are you getting messages from the beyond from Vanna White specifically? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, she's going to be the best ghost. Because the ghosts are always just giving people letters. <laughs> she's the best. She's so ready. Her whole life I know, her whole life has been preparing to be a seance ghost. Her Ouija board. Oh yeah. my god. Uh, I- I'm seeing something starting with, oh, oh, does anyone have $200 so we can buy a vowel? <laughs> it's <laughs> a thing. Yeah, exactly. And the, everyone's going to be like, you're the worst psychic. Of course it's a thing. Right. The medium just sees a big board with th- before and after. Those are always the worst. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of blanks. And he has to pay Vanna for each letter. <laughs> okay. But, and that's the sitcom that Kirk Cameron was on called uh, Give Me Give Me an O. <laughs> it's the sequel to the story of O. Yep. 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 Oh, God. Kirk Cameron on the affairs of my mother. No, on the bring back Paisley. On give me a grape. uh, (laughs) The grapes again. Champion chompers. (laughs) It's a show about an eating contest. (laughs) Every week there's another eating contest. (laughs) No, it's... uh, Fishery do. <laughs> no. It's set in a fishery. And <laughs> it's not set in a fishery. And Kirk Cameron plays a fish. Uh, that would be good. Yeah, it would be. It would be. No, no, no. What's Ka- the Jesus Ka- symbol? Kerplunk. Kurt Kerplunk. Kurt Kerplump. 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 After all those champion chompers, he becomes Kurt Kerplump. No, what's the name of the show, James? I you don't know what's its me, name. You gotta give me something. I, this it's is, a problem. It's a, it's pro- a difficulty. I'll say it's a it's a thing some my- people experience that makes them go what? Ouch! Oh my hemorrhoids! No, <laughs> that's a terrible name for a sitcom. Imagine that that's episode a, of the Analinguist. It's a problem that makes people say ouch. Yeah. Well, sometimes dicks on fire. <laughs> <laughs> that is a problem. That makes people say ouch. What would that show be about? No, I don't even answer that. Uh, it's about Nixon burning uh, while Nero fiddles. <laughs> uh, a problem that people have: horses out of the barn. <laughs> uh, get out of get out of get out of cancer. Nope. <laughs> get out of cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Free card. That's how, that's how it works. Uh, changes in my chimney. <laughs> That's not a problem no, that make people say ouch. It could be a problem. Uh, what, what is your chimp? Monsters in my chimney. Uh, s- slap, slap, slap that man? <laughs> it's not slap that man. That's a game show. Sure. With Vanna White, with the, Vanna medium. White the medium. <laughs> uh, is, can I buy a vowel? And he just gets slapped. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> 
a problem that people have. It's a problem S- the young have sometimes. Stub stub my toes. Not stub my toes. Uh, a problem <laughs> the young people have sometimes. Got a got knocked up. That's a problem. Sure. Uh, yeah, probably young people have. Uh, who's the boss? That's not a no. problem. That's a different show. It's a different show altogether. Uh, um, lost in the wilderness. That is a real problem. Yeah. L- Limburger. Limburger. I don't know. I've got L's. I've got L's right now. So you that's do. what I came up with. There are no L's. Spoiled milk. <laughs> it's not spoiled milk. You sure? You sure that's not a sitcom? I'm pretty sure. You see, it stars this girl named Milk. <laughs> yep. And she's rich, and she's spoiled rotten. Well, she's got that rich, milky flavor. Mmm. Okay, I don't like where this is going. Uh, a problem that young people have. She has breasts on her knees. Uh, chopped off my nose. No, it, it, they, <laughs> they're all in this construction of something happened to me. <laughs> yes. Uh, bad ass. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, li- little, little, little penis. No. <laughs> That's the Kirk Cameron story. That's the Kirk Cameron story. That's the Lifetime original movie okay, about him. Well, how many? How many words? Can you give me can two you, words? Two words. Okay. Little penis does fit that rubric. It, yep. And it's a problem that some young people have. Sure. Um, get short. Get short. No. Uh, are a missing. Missing moles. <laughs> Missing moles? Talking bad. I wonder where that came from. Uh, dysfunctional? Is it, is it dysfunctional? Is one of the words a Not, synonym for dysfunctional? No. Is is it is it the opposite of dysfunctional? Functional? Working working great? <laughs> no. I I'm here. <laughs> That's the title. No. Lost souls. <laughs> souls. Oh god! It's set on a on a ghost ship, a pirate ghost ship. <laughs> Can you imagine a family sitcom, sitcom called, called Lost, Lost souls? souls? I don't know. Ingmar Bergman directs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm picturing the show that it is because I don't know that you've ever seen it. Little Leonardo DiCaprio got a start on it. What really? He did. And I'm picturing that show. That's where the grapes are coming from. Oh sure, the Gilbert grapes. I, I what's eating you, baby? But uh, I'm picturing that show, but it being retitled Lost Souls. Like that's what comes up at the end of the theme song. Heaven, 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 heaven's dead. Uh, heaven, heaven's dead. <laughs> yeah, even better than Lost Souls. Uh, shit face. <laughs> Sh- um, plenty, plenty drunk. <laughs> Gone stiff. <laughs> I don't know, James. Obviously, no, you don't. It's good. I have nothing. I have nothing. I need more <sighs> hints. Puberty. Puberty. Oh, what can I do, baby, without us? Growing up. And there up. ain't no nothing we can't love each other through. Get old. Get old. That's the name. You were closer with the first attempt there. Getting up. No, that's the Mark Echo video game about spray painting things on rollerblades. Go away? What did I say? Getting old. Uh, no. That's not what we said. Getting old, growing pale. Wait, what? Growing pale? It's not growing pale. Pale face? <laughs> Jesus! No! It's the story of the Indian maiden from the Atlanta <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. Um, she's like, oh, Jesus, fuck these pale face butter people. Jesus, okay. Um, that's what she says. Yep. Uh, no, a growing mold. Growing... <laughs> 
again, you imagine know, like, the yeah. title said you were going, Mom, somebody left the butter out. Uh, you know what happens. Somebody's got to get breast knees. Okay, b- butter out. No, you were so much closer before. Mold growth. <laughs> no, it has nothing to do with mold. It takes place in a mold growth forest. Oh, no. A growing man? Growing manly. Growing mustache. Grow... grow- ah! Hair growth. No. Hair growth, the sitcom. <laughs> Great hair? No. I told you it was a problem sometimes a problem. experienced by, by young, young people. people. Uh, growing Puberty, old. Gro- growing. Not growing. growing young getting, people don't grow old. Getting getting confused. Getting, <laughs> getting lost. You were so much closer before. Uh, going home. Uh, getting Mark. Getting Mark. <laughs> just get him. Let's just get him, you guys. Uh, going, going... Well, because Mark, e- it's Mark Echo. It's because he made that getting up game. Is he a gecko? He's Mark Echo the gecko presents getting up. Content's under pressure. Growing... Growing something? Growing, growing something. Yes, you are correct. Growing, growing something. Growing pot. Growing... No. A problem young people sometimes have. A problem... Growing... That, that makes them say, ow. Growing hurts? Jesus Christ. You're on the right track. Am I? Yes. Growing hurts? Yep, you are. That sounds depressing. I, I Continue. G- growing feet. No! It's about no, it's how, not how they a can't problem. fit their shoes. Yeah, it is. Their feet get bigger. They can't fit their okay, sneakers. fair enough. Growing feet. I thought you meant growing them where they don't belong. <laughs> that is a problem, James. It really is. You would want to see a doctor for that. It, oh, so many feet. Growing... Is it growing the first word or the second word? First word. First word's growing. Yep. Growing... Growing angry, <laughs> growing annoyed, growing up, growing home, growing teeth. No! Is it growing a body part? <laughs> no! Although... What? It may be a side effect of that. What? Growing a, a side effect? The closest you've been is growing hurts. Growing hurts. <laughs> growing... M- m- growing men? Growing... <laughs> Growing, that where you go? Growing pain? Grow- whoa, wait, whoop. What? Growing pain? Wait, now. Growing pain? Keep going. Growing pain, ow. <laughs> no, not that far. Back it up. Growing pain, oh? No, just need one letter. Growing painy? <laughs> no, not that one. Not oh, that letter. Oh, oh, oh. Growing paint. <laughs> no! <laughs> one letter. One letter. Growing, is it like pain, like Thomas Paine with an E? No! Growing pain, 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 growing pain, oh, no. pants, growing pains, growing pains, growing pains, growing pants, no, not growing pants, growing pains, growing pains, growing pains, growing pains, growing pains, with okay. Alan Thicke, really? Uh, no. Donna Kern, <clears throat> Kirk Cameron, the Bold-haired boy. Is this the Tracy show Gold that and starts, little Leo DiCaprio. Is this the show that starts with pictures of them when they were young? Uh, I think you are thinking of the Michael J. Fox show, which was... What was it called? Spin City. No! I mean, okay, fair enough. That was a Michael J. Fox show. He had show. another show? When he was a youth, when he was Alex P. Keaton. Was it uh, Skateboard Town? It wasn't, and actually, right, we're going to save this for okay. another episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but Matthew, Growing Pains, Growing with Pains, Alan Thicke, yeah. and uh, Joanna Kern, Donna Kern, Donna uh-huh. Karen, I don't know, the bullheaded boy, Tracy Gold, Boner, Kirk Cameron, Are you kidding and me? Little Leo DiCaprio. Wait, Kirk Cameron was called Boner? No, he had a friend called Boner. I he bet would come he did. over, and uh, yes, that, he, he certainly did have a friend called Boner. Is that the Growing Pain? That, that was the pain he experienced. Okay. 
This is, this is, are you sure this is he real? Was, he was a veritable Parker Lewis can't lose. He was the, the cool older brother. I think many of the ideas that we proposed during this round of what's her name <laughs> were more plausible than what you've just described. What do you mean? Boner and Leonardo DiCaprio are, Together are, are sandwiching uh, Kirk Cameron. All right, we've 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 just passed a half hour mark and we've barely run through this. So let's, let's, okay. let's chop off some of this news and then end it. Chop it off. Uh, chop it off. Uh-huh. So the St. Patrick's Day Parade, it's back on for the gays. Maybe? Where? What? In Details. Boston? Okay. okay, so Boston. <clears throat> That's where there's been a lot of fuss about whether the gays can march in St. Patrick's Day Parades. Mm-hmm. And so this last year they could. Ah! Queers, James. The queers are coming. James, you what? have to cover the mic or something when you do Ow, the queers. Oh, it's such a such a pain to edit. So they uh-huh. were allowed to march last year, and this year they were told, no, 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 you're not going to be able to mm-hmm. march. No, and they weren't really given a reason. And somebody told the newspaper that it was because the rainbow was too sexual. And, <laughs> yeah, on their banner. Uh-huh. And so now the parade is saying, and yeah, so the mayor backed out. The mayor was like, I'm not marching in this parade. This is how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so now the organizers are like, oh no, 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 we we haven't made a decision yet. Uh, even though it's like a few days away, uh-huh. uh, we haven't made a decision yet. And uh, it's still, you know, they're just nobody's allowed to say their sexuality in the parade. So uh, we, they're just not allowed to march with the rainbow uh okay um so who is the mayor now it's no longer uh, our good friend mushmouth minimo no because he you know oh it's me we all mushmouth i honestly don't know oh. it's not deval patrick he was the governor no is it is it is it mayor dewey yep uh no i think it is something like that though it's um I don't know. Charles Charles Lawton. Charles Nelson Riley. Uh, so anyway, whoever it is wasn't going to march, and then now the organizers are like, "Oh, uh, you know, they just uh, they just can't bring the, the 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 rainbow. That's all. They can't have an overt display of of sexual orientation." Hmm. hmm. What if they ditch the rainbow, but they wear buttless chaps and uh, nipple clamps? Uh, perfect. Perfect. They'll be green, <laughs> and they'll be drunk. <laughs> That's all that matters, really. I guess. And I grew up in the Greater Boston area with drunk Irish people. So I can say these things and I can also go, the queers! Yeah. So that, <clears throat> that's it for uh, Massachusetts. Uh, I just bring that up because it's a, a stupid story mm-hmm. and uh, annoying. And it leads into our next story, which is from Australia. Uh-huh. Speaking of uh, politicians uh, doing things and people saying things that are idiotic and regrettable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Deputy Prime Minister Barnaby Joyce. That's, that's a his, great name. That's his name. Barnaby Joyce. I love it. Uh, says nobody needs gay marriage. Uh, nobody needs to worry about marriage equality. He says, this is a quote. When I'm talking to my gay mates i generally find two blokes who are generally on very good incomes very good incomes very good jobs living a pretty cruisy lifestyle so they don't they don't need marriage they don't want it they don't need it well i mean isn't one of the benefits of marriage is that when people have good incomes they sometimes want to merge them so that if something happens to one of them they have sort of a a joint uh, you form when you marry essentially a, a corporate entity a third being that's, you know, there's the two people in the marriage, but then there's the the marriage entity that, that pr- offers some protections in the way that a that a corporation does. You might think so, but uh, no, gay people don't do that. They just want to cruise. Uh, they are just living a cruisy lifestyle, according to this guy. Well, what does he mean by cruisy? Does he mean cruisy in the, you, your ass is sticking out of a bush with uh, a smell line coming out of it, forming a finger, being like, right this way, boys. <laughs> Step right up. I think what he's saying is that uh, gay people don't tend to be poor and they don't need any help. Yeah. Well, but I mean, rich people marry for inheritance reasons. Like, <laughs> no. I mean, what, 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 I'm get getting, like, what I'm getting at here is that, like, one of the reasons to get married is if you have a lot of assets, you want to make sure that if one person dies, the mm-hmm. inheritance works out in a certain way. 
uh, you want to make. I mean, you want to make sure that those assets are protected. Yeah, yeah, I in get what you're way. saying. And so, what this guy's saying is that, uh, yeah, sure, that's uh, probably fine. But I don't care because he wants. He said that what he wants to do is focus on people who have low incomes and people who aren't getting along well and people who are having financial problems. Uh, okay, that's well, more important. Doesn't marriage also benefit people who are not getting yes. along very well and having financial problems because it merges their more meager assets and also Protects affords them rights. protections mm-hmm. like. Uh, you know, when it comes to health care and things like that. Yes. So, uh, Deputy Prime Minister Barnaby Joyce, uh, you are wrong and annoying. Okay. I mean, he's basically making the case that you hear sometimes that, uh, you know, gays just want special rights. They have it so good. It's, mm-hmm. it's uh, you know, they already have such a such a fun fancy free uh you know depending on your slant you know sinful decadent lifestyle that uh they don't they don't need anything else and we should i mean it's just a way of derailing the conversation that it's you know this isn't the problem this is the problem right exactly i just don't want to deal with it and again i can't understand why because australia support for marriage equality is so high Mm -hmm. what is like the problem here like obviously there are problems people want to get married they're having legal issues. There's the guy who couldn't get his partner's remains back to his home country because marriage wasn't recognized. Mm-hmm. There are problems that affect all people, rich and poor, uh, because they can't get married. So let's just deal with this. Do your fucking jobs, politicians, and move on. Why well, can only... I mean, the only reason, really, to oppose it, unless unless you have a real view of the world that's framed by fairy tales, the only reason to oppose it is that you've got some interest in keeping your job Mm -hmm. that that's contingent upon and i don't know i mean i don't know maybe in that uh person's district or however it works out there uh the voters are more opposed i mean that's uh, it's either that or it's it's the fairy tale frame framing of the universe right and that may also be what's been going on in northern ireland which is where our last story is from Mm -hmm. uh where they again strong support for marriage equality but it hasn't happened yet so there was just new elections Mm -hmm. uh there's a new parliament forming it's called the executive Mm -hmm. uh so the new parliament is forming amnesty and a bunch of other organizations are insisting that uh this new coalition uh consider marriage legislation Mm -hmm. uh that's going to require a power sharing agreement between some of the uh coalitions okay or you know power sharing agreement that forms a coalition wait you say amnesty demands amnesty international yeah Uh, okay why are they involved in this uh because it is considered a human right Uh, okay oh wait well i don't think we've actually arrived at the actual point here have we uh i think so that uh, amnesty international is saying okay you guys are forming your new uh parliament so uh, marriage equality needs to be one of the oh, things that you talk about okay i thought you were just saying that amnesty international is dictating how they form their par- no, parliament no, no, and i was no. like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. no no, no. amnesty is just saying this is something that needs to be on your agenda oh, so if uh-huh. they can't form this is fascinating if they can't form a power sharing agreement and form a coalition uh they either have to have a new election and mm-hmm. elect a whole bunch of new people mm-hmm. or the uk government takes over okay Okay. Uh, now, I don't know exactly how all the rules work over there, mm-hmm. but gee whiz, that uh, certainly lights a fire under some butts to uh, get along and, and make some actual functioning government happen. Well, I imagine that is the stick. Mm. Uh, the carrot of self-government is uh, it's backed up by the stick of, if you can't, we'll uh, do our colonial thing that we were so good at for, <laughs> yes. for quite a while. Yeah, I don't know how often that happens, if ever. It seems like that mm. would be kind of extreme. Sure. Uh, and might uh, make people agitated and, I don't know, uh, become violent. Uh, so I don't know if that is something that, how realistic the UK government taking over is, or just mm-hmm. like, we're going to do another election. Okay. And how does marriage equality factor into this? Oh, Is that, that a sticking point for them forming this government? It very well may be, because there are okay. some 
uh, conservative groups that are going to be part of the government. I'm not sure exactly what the makeup is. One of the things that happened in this election is that the conservative party that was in charge mm-hmm. lost just enough seats that they are no longer uh, a, a dominant party. Mm-hmm. So uh, they could, they've been blocking marriage equality. Mm-hmm. And uh, now they don't have enough seats to do so unless they form a coalition with some other party. Mm-hmm. Uh, initially, they, you know, previously they were able to do, do all that on their own. Well, you know, what just occurred to me is with these, um, with these elections and, and other governments considering marriage equality, like Australia and like Ireland, I was thinking that, you know, it's either votes or religious outlook that, that might make someone oppose it. But it, it also occurs to me that, of course, one of the reasons uh, politicians here oppose marriage equality is fundraising. Mm. And I imagine that even if your constituents, like, don't care, like, yeah. it's like, it's it's either a narrow majority support or oppose or just like the just apathy mm-hmm. um the fundraising potential right. of opposing marriage equality is probably huge on a national and even international level right um yeah i don't know what the rules are about international fundraising in those countries sure but yeah well, that's but, a good point i mean there's the rules about fundraising but then aren't there you know aren't there organizations here based here in America that spend a fair amount to try to persuade other countries sure. to deny marriage equality? And even if it's not directly contributing to campaigns, which is probably illegal, you know, there can be parties and dinners and, you know, things that are, are meant to get around persuade. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point that uh, maybe the calculation is, look, if I pass this marriage equality thing, uh, it's not going to translate into that much more money for me. And it will turn off a lot of donors. Right. So people have been giving me a lot of money or people who I could hit up for a lot of money want me to take on this issue in this way. Yeah, I think that's a that's a good guess about why this has taken so long in some countries. And particularly in a country like Australia, where the sentiment seems to be very much in favor of marriage equality you can make the case that you are like the last you know this is the last stand a line must be drawn here and i'm one of the only people fighting for this so if you want to stop this horrible thing from happening uh fork over fork it over cross my palm with a piece of silver and then i'll lick it and it'll taste like a nintendo switch cartridge (laughs) okay well i I want uh nothing more than uh, to wrap up this podcast so we can go play some breath of the wild i want to wrap you up in the blanket of the analinguist okay uh one of those things are uh things that can happen and one of them is not and we'll shove you up my butt ladies and gentlemen thank you for joining us James has some uh, plans for me right now, so we're going to have to go deal with those. Uh, you can, of course, let me know your thoughts at Matt Baum on Twitter. Leave a review on the iTunes store. God help you if you – anyone who tries to sum up what this show actually is. If this was your first episode, me how? Okay. Well, you probably didn't make it this far. <laughs> yeah. uh, or maybe you did uh, because uh, something terrible has happened and uh, you've become paralyzed and you're unable to stop the podcast. So – Thanks again for listening, everybody. Of course, join me on Twitter. Join me for my Let's Reads. Those happen every Monday and Friday on uh, twitch.tv slash prettypixel, uh, where I read literature to folks. Those are at 8 p.m. Pacific, uh, Mondays and Fridays twitch.tv slash pretty pretty pixel if you look at that channel at another time you may see see me playing video games which you may not want to see so Mm. keep track of matthew's twitter if you want to see when he's going to be playing yes indeed yes indeed and of course that's twitter.com slash matt baum m-a-t-t-b-a-u-m-e it's baum with an e baum schnecken yes and of course you can find me on youtube under the same name where i actually have a video about saint patrick's day parades and why it actually matters that uh lgbt people are allowed or not allowed to march in them there are a lot of animated eggs there are oh we had a fun time with that video there's a lot of eggs bouncing around 
yeah. And that's about it, James. Thanks again for joining us, everybody. And by the power vested in me by the internet, I hereby pronounce this podcast over. This one was a doozy. Growing paint.